from North State Public Radio, I'm Ava Norgrove with your headlines for Wednesday, February 21st. A mudslide in the Feather River Canyon has blocked a portion of Highway 70. According to the Caltrans website, the road is closed between Jarbo Gap in Butte County and the Greenville Y in Plumas County. An earlier slide in the same area in mid-January closed the roadway for several days. Rock and mudslides are common in the steep-sided canyon during periods of heavy rainfall. A Caltrans spokesperson says they hope to have the slide cleared by 5 this evening. And the landscape after the 2018 campfire was littered with melted metals and burned car tires, leaving some researchers to worry about water contamination. But as NSPR's Jamie Young reports, local watersheds might have gotten away with less pollution than some feared. As the first rains of the season came down on the campfire in November 2018, Chico State civil engineering professor Jackson Webster was stealing past the National Guard. I really wanted to get some samples from inside of Paradise, and so um, may have forged a badge and driven through the security checkpoint with a fake badge um, (laughs) to collect samples, yeah. Though he never flashed that badge again, he and environmental sciences professor Sandrine Matysek kept going back to the burn scar. And they've been studying those samples ever since to find out how thousands of burnt homes and cars affected local watersheds. Matysek and Webster finally published their research this month. Webster says while they did find lots of metals in the water, the metals posed less harm to humans and wildlife than anticipated. A lot of the concentrations of metals in the watersheds around Paradise were comparable to stormwater you would see coming off of a dense urban environment, you know, like downtown Sacramento or downtown San Francisco. Matysek says she hopes the study will help people actively protect water quality after future wildfires. And she says one of the most gratifying things about publishing this work is sharing it with the public. We were always met by uh, community members who were very happy to help us and to let us collect water and always uh, met with interest. Uh, Lots of people asking, you know, please share your results with us when you have them. Matysek and Webster say they're happy. It's good news they're bringing back to the community. In Chico, I'm Jamie Jiang. A low-density residential housing development was approved by the Chico City Council this week. After more than 20 public speakers and a lengthy discussion between council members, the motion to move forward with the Orchard Creek Estates Project passed 6-1. to Council members also instructed city staff to explore a Cal Water water savings program, which could save millions of gallons per year. Also discussed was council member Addison Winslow's suggestion to allow bars in town to stay open past midnight on popular holidays. In a 4-2 vote, staff was directed to develop a code amendment to make the current liquor ordinance more flexible, allowing the city to test Winslow's suggestion on some holidays. And in other news, those interested in wildfire resiliency and prevention can join an online event on the topic this week. Former Cal Fire Chief Ken Pimlot will be leading the discussion. The event will cover insurance challenges, defensible space ordinances, and available programs to help homeowners. It will take place Thursday evening. Find a link at mynspr.org. And moving to state news, California's budget deficit has grown to $73 billion. That's larger than a previous projection of $68 billion, as CAP Radio's Nicole Nixon reports. 
The deficit is growing because tax collections have been coming in below expectations, according to the nonpartisan legislative analyst's office. It means a bad situation with the state budget is looking even worse. It also means Governor Gavin Newsom and state lawmakers will likely have to find more ways to cut spending. The governor has already proposed drawing from the state's rainy day fund and cutting or delaying spending on other programs. Newsom has also pledged not to raise taxes, but when asked by reporters Tuesday, Assembly Speaker Robert Rivas would not make the same commitment. Rivas says it's early in the budget process and that Democratic lawmakers in his caucus want to see long-term solutions for the state budget. At the state capitol, Nicole Nixon, Cap Radio News. California will soon have the strongest workplace safety rules in the country related to lead exposure because a majority vote last week by members of the California Occupational Safety and Health Standards Board. The California Report's Saul Gonzalez has more. Researchers say rules need to be tightened because of the known health risks caused by lead, everything from kidney dysfunction to sterility to hypertension. The rules mean employers will have to reduce airborne exposure to lead through better ventilation and filtration. Business groups say the new rules are draconian and will be expensive to implement. That's the California Report's Saul Gonzalez. And finally, advocates for letting California's public universities hire undocumented students who don't have federal work authorization got a boost last week at the state capitol. The California Report's Danielle Venton has more. Assemblymember David Alvarez from Southern California announced he's introducing legislation to let all students work, regardless of immigration status, in the UC, CSU, and state community college systems. So that our future teachers, our future scientists, our researchers, uh, professionals can actually put their skills to work. The skills that we have invested in as Californians because we believe in the future. We've invested in these young people. Last month, the University of California Regents had considered a proposal to let undocumented students work, but abandoned the plan over concerns about legal liability. For The California Report, I'm Danielle Venton. And those are your headlines for Wednesday, February 21st. Our theme song is Burrow and courtesy of Blue Dot Sessions. For more local and state news, head to our website, mynspr.org. For NSPR News, I'm Eva Grove.